Hey guys, morning, how are you doing? Welcome to the Academy Answers Podcast. And this is a podcast where we talk about happiness, success, full potential, becoming your best self. Um, finding that thing, that seed that is within you and live your life in a way that is in alignment with who you really are. And that is the greatest thing. I always tell people that before you decide what you want, know who you are. I was at that point too when I wanted a lot of stuff before knowing who I am. And as children, we dream. We want to do stuff. We see things that we're fascinated with. And we go through a whole cycle of wanting to do something. And sometimes the first pick is the thing. I have a friend who said that the minute... The, the, the time when he was taken to his mom, going with his mom to the airport at 12 years old, he saw a plane taking off going into the sky and he said, that's what I want to do. I want to fix planes just out of the blues like that. And this day, today, maybe 30 years after, that's what he's doing. He's fixing planes. It doesn't happen that way for all of us. Some of us have to go through a cycle of things. That is sometimes only fascination. Sometimes it's talent. Sometimes it's one of our many talents. I hear this research um, that once said that we all have about four things that we could be good at. And we have one thing that we could be great at. So, you know, good is sometimes um, enough to take us there if we become really good. And if we are really educated about how we go about scaling that good. And it goes straight into the question this morning when I talk about who you are and what you want to do with your life. And the question is, well, Lewin, you guys talk in such a way as if all of us or everybody have to be business people. How is it that everybody's going to be business people and what would happen to the world? I am not saying that. Nobody's saying that. I always start at the premise of full potential but i give you two main points on your on your argument um to to kind of clear it up for you because the, the first thing is that that's not what we are saying i'm not saying that for sure i don't want to speak for everybody else but i'm not saying that and what i get from the people in this space who talk about life and money and business we're not saying that i'm talking about full potential full potential in whatever you do and full potential is straight up the street of what i think i mean it was uh um roosevelt who said that your level of success will be in direct proportion to your commitment to excellence excellence meaning you pour so much into your potential that it culminates into something great to address your point, everybody do not have to be an entrepreneur. But the background is that we live in the modern world. The number one thing that you need to get by outside of the oxygen and the basic needs is money. The number one way to get money for everybody, the most popular way, the most um, uh, practiced way, for want of a better term, is selling your time. 
so corporations buy your time use your body when you're in that time that they've bought for you to put into task that can compute into a economic transaction into economic revenue into money into producing goods and services that are sold for money or can be sold for money that's the number one thing that's the most popular thing that's how, how it works so you go to school you spend your time in school you get some form of a competence and qualifications and you go out there and you say to um xyz company that um i want to come and work for you xyz company says okay you're gonna work five days a week i need you here 8 a.m in the mornings and you're here until four that's my time slot i own that time slot so if you're in that office in that workplace in that factory wherever you are and you are on your phone sitting in some little corner somebody will come over to you and say hey what are you doing you're on my time the first thing that they will tell you is that stealing company time might is immediate dismissal it's their time they're buying the time so they own the time so they pay you for that time whatever salary package they calculate for you whatever hourly rate that's the time you get you use that money to run your life to eat to put food on the table to get clothes, to provide shelter, to take care of your family, to take care of your needs. That's how you get money. Now, it's a constant trade for time for money. Not every day you necessarily want to do what the boss wants to do with your time. You have other things to do also. But they own that time so you have to maneuver around that. You have to ask for time off. You have to ask for a little extra time. You have to ask to be moved. You're scheduled to move because they own it. Now, as you go on in life and your time is being owned, the more you go up on the pay scale in someone else's organization and get more money is the more they own your time of the more of their of your time that they own so you find out that you're going home with work you're answering emails at home you're waking up early in the morning and before you know it instead of eight hours or 10 hours they have 14 hours or 15 hours and the only time they don't have is probably when you're sleeping and when you're sleeping they probably are in that time but you just didn't see it so Time is life. Time is what life is made up of time. It is measured in time. The quality of life, as I said on a podcast um, the other day, the idea of life is not to only pass the time. If you are passing the time, that's that equates to unhappiness, unfulfillment, misery, stress, depression. Life is about the quality of experiences, the frequency of these experiences, and the intensity of the frequency of, of and the intensity of these experiences. That's how you get to have a good life. You need time to do that. You need authority and control to do that. 
What we are saying is that money, wealth, is one of the greatest tools to leverage your life experiences. So, if you have $10 and you have to put food on the table, you could go buy a lot of genetically modified food that's going to hurt you. It's going to make you sick down the road. It's going to make you unhealthy. It's going to make you lack in energy. It's going to damage your body. If you have $50, you could go buy some whole foods. Healthy foods, organic foods that nourishes your body. It preserves your health and it gives you more energy. If you have $2,000, you could go get a car. If you, have, if you can afford to pay $1,500, $300 every month, you could get a car and you could get to the supermarket quicker. You could go run your errands quicker. If you don't, the activity that you could take two hours or an hour to do, it take you all day because you have to navigate the bus, you have to navigate the train, you have to wait on their schedule. You don't have control of how you run your time. You have your car, you take up your keys, you jump in, you do what you have to do, you get back home, you get more stuff done, and you're going on with your life. So you see how the tool of money start to play into different or all aspects of your life. So you're selling your time for money. The more you sell, whenever you find yourself selling your time for money, it means the level of your control diminishes. You don't have control. They wake up tomorrow morning. Just now as we speak, this is... Um, I know when you're listening to this, but this is October 21st. A couple weeks ago... It's not even 21st. It's like the 19. A couple of weeks ago, they, the airlines laid off somewhere in the region of 28,000 workers under this COVID crisis. They're gone. No money. That's it. Their job is gone. They, they're not going to go anywhere in the mornings to sell their time for money, to make money, to do whatever they have to do. That must be crippling to millions of families when it comes down to what the COVID has done to so many people. Because... The level of their earning is directly tied to the time they spend. Time is finite. There's 24 hours in a day. We're saying that, and this is the holy grail. This is the point I want you to get and understand. Not everybody has to be an entrepreneur, but everybody should be an investor. Not everybody has to be an entrepreneur, but everybody should be an investor if you are to put yourself in the best position to have control over your life and not just your life more importantly the quality of your life i see so many people who want to help their kids and can't help their kids their kid they say oh i'm living for the kids and they're out there living for the kids punching the clock for the kids they're never there the kids don't get the right guidance and let's say the kid is naturally an okay kid the kid um, managed to get themselves to high levels and can get part scholarships to universities. Parents can't pay for it. They either have to go into student loan debt. They don't qualify for student loan debts. They're not in a country that can send them to the college that they can go. Like they're in a third world country and they can't um, f um, manage to put that funds together. So you're working for the child or you're living for the child and you can't afford to give the child the best. 
So your ceiling becomes a poor foundation for the next generation. Listen to that again. Your ceiling, what you, are, what you have managed to, to do or to bring the level you have managed to bring yourself to is not an adequate foundation for the flooring for the next generation to stand up. So you are retarding their opportunity to go and to grow and to go further in life. Because your income is directly tied to the time you spend. And you don't have any other time to invest and any other money to leverage anything else to bring you more sources of income. So, you don't have to run businesses, you don't have to get into, um, um, be an entrepreneur and all that stuff, but if you are to have the best chance, give yourself a real opportunity to improve the quality of your life and the quality of the life of a, your generation, your family and the generations to come, you have to invest in your future, in yourself, so that you can have additional sources of income that enables you to not have to sell your time or to make extra money that is not connected with your time. So your time can give you 10. If you leverage other sources, you get another 10, another 15. That adds up and stocked up so you can continue to grow it, so you can lift your life, the quality of your life and the quality of your family life now and in the future. So we're saying, work your job, do what you love first. If it's not the job you love, do it. If that's not the one you love, go find the one you love. Keep searching for the one you love. Keep leveraging up your skill and your ability, working on your potential, working on your talent until it gets to the level where you can command the one you love and you can shift some of the leverage to yourself. Meaning, when you're really good, you have more leverage. If you're a salesperson, you have, you're really good and you have the track record. You walk out of this place, you walk into the next place. They'll hire you. They'll respect you. They'll give you more chance to, to dictate stuff. They give you more chance to control stuff. Better quality of life. That equals to a better quality of life. So do what you do. Do it well. What most people are trying to, to do is to avoid the work. Not that they don't want to be entrepreneurs. They just don't want to do the work. And because they don't want to do the work, they don't do it at their jobs in, the, in whatever their passion is. And they don't want to do it to be entrepreneurs. So they never get to level up to have more leverage in the job they have or in their business to work on themselves so that they can earn more, so that they can do more and improve the quality of their life. So if you really and truly don't think you're an entrepreneur, you don't want to do that, then you got to be really good at what you're doing. Find out what you you love to do and become really good at that and that will give you more money to invest in something but the only thing now will be left for you to do when you have worked your face off 
to get that money, you still now need to work your face off to get the education to understand what you're investing in. Something. You must like something. You like the stocks. You don't mind real estate. You don't mind um, investing in some other startup, whatever it is. You don't mind flipping stuff. You don't have to have a whole big deal, but there's something that you need to do when it comes on to investing. Whether you're doing your um, 401k and how you do all the math to max it out and do all the bunch of stuff, but you need money. So you need your number. You need to know what you is likely to happen. You need to look into your future. You need to secure yourself. You need to have that emergency fund. You need to shore up some things around you, get rid of the house, pay it off, move to a cheaper state, like work your numbers in a sensible and intelligent way to Improve the quality of your life and sustain a good quality of life. So it doesn't necessarily mean you have to be an entrepreneur if you don't want to be an entrepreneur, if you don't want to run business and open businesses. But you must learn to understand money, understand what economic, what wealth is and understand your own personal economy and the external economy and know how you're going to maneuver it. Know how you're going to work your way through it. Don't be afraid of looking at your numbers. Don't be afraid of running your numbers down the, um, years down the road and align your life. Do the work to align your life and your finances to where you want it to be. And that's all we're saying. We're saying get a financial education, call a spade a spade, put your life and your finances on the table and decide that how do I get the most control of this? And the ultimate thing in all of that is discipline. How do you discipline yourself to now learn to be an investor? Learn what the craft you're in or the industry you're in. So you can put your money there. So it can bring you additional revenue on top of the job that you love. So you can have the best control over your life. Entrepreneurs or people who want to go forward have to be control freaks. Not controlling other people, but controlling their own lives. How can I have more control? Because that is where all the leverage is. Leverage suggests control. You put yourself in a position to move things in your favor. If you, if you are not doing that, you're leaving the quality of your life on the edge and to the whim and the fancy of some other guy that you don't know, that you don't know their motives, you don't know their background, you don't know their interests, you don't know anything. And tomorrow morning, somebody walk into that beautiful, cushy spot that you have. And because you don't own the spot, you don't have any control over what happens in this spot. They walk in there and you're doing the nice thing that you love. And they say, hey, you know what? There's an opening down in the other department. The one that you hate, the one that you can't stand. And after 15 years, they say, hey, you know, we got to move you down there. Because there's nobody to take it. We think you can do it. You do well up here. You're a good guy. People follow you. You're great. Go down there. That's the one you do. Take it or leave it. That's what we have. We have somebody else to put here. What are you going to do? You got to take it. You can't say no. You don't have any leverage. You never build real skills in yourself to walk over to somebody else and say, hey, you know, this, I don't want to stay over there. You know, let me come over here. These are my numbers. This, these are my achievements. This is my performance. You know, let's do this. And the guy said no, and you're like, okay, I'll just wait for six months because I have enough money um, for six months and, and I'll look something else because I'm not doing that with my life. I'm not being miserable. 
you don't have any options and any control. So I'm saying to you that even if you don't want to be an entrepreneur, you got to find a way to do what you do at the best level, earn enough from it, find something to invest in, learn the thing, invest in it, and give yourself, keep yourself in the realm of control, have as much handle on the levers of your life so you can affect where your life goes. That is the holy grail, my friend. That's what it's all about. Not about entrepreneurship and business and all that stuff. It's about what will it take for you to have control over the quality of your life. And if you're selling your time and your only option is to sell your time to collect that, if that's all you do, you are extremely vulnerable. And vulnerability is the gateway to disaster because you don't know who might comes along and life will not that's what life does life throw you curveballs you sit in cushy for 10 years life brings you something boom out of the blues that's it you're at the spot and you don't have any cushion and you don't have enough cushion to pick yourself back up you can't ride out anything you don't have any control because you don't have any resources and we're saying because time is limited, you need something else to leverage. You cannot always be only working for money and not have money working for you. Whether you're in business or you're invested, that's the thing. Have some money working for you. You have some money working for you and you figure that out the right way and you're able to scale it. You're able to bring it to the next level. Then whenever things come, you can take a hit. And there's nothing that feels better than being able to take a hit and keep your standard of living where it's at or just a shade below it. You got to be able to ride, man. And that's what it is. Have a good day, guys. Always a pleasure. So passionate about this. Take care. Follow me on Instagram. Follow me on Facebook. Louis Motivator Car.